I want to just share real quick, then I'm going to have Mike come up first, and then we'll get to Ed A and that. But when t- today, during, during my prayer watch, and, and I just wanted to, because it, it kind of goes with the place that Diana was speaking of, and that was today out of Luke 16, you know, if you read today out of Luke 16 in your, in your Bible reading, you know, there's a, there's a, Jesus gives a parable of a steward who the master decides that because of his maybe a little unethical means of doing things, that he's going to pull his stewardship. And he says to the steward, he says, I need you to give an account. I need you to give an account of your stewardship. And the steward all of a sudden gets to this point and the steward realizes I'm going to lose, as it were, my job, my livelihood. Everything I have is hinged on this, this place that I'm at. And it's going to be taken away. And I'm too old. I can't go out and dig ditches anymore. Right? And I'm too proud to beg. That was the only options this man saw, was either I've got to go out and dig ditches or I'm going to beg. But all of a sudden, he had a new thought. He had a different thought than he had thought of before. And he thought to himself, and he went and called all of the master's debtors to him. That was his job. He was the steward. He was, as it were, the collector of what was owed. And he called all the, the, the debtors to him, and he brought them to him, and he said, Hey, how much do you owe my master? And the first said, I owe a hundred measures of oil. And he said, quickly, sit down, write on this invoice 50. So, of course, I don't know about you, if you're the debtor, someone comes along and says, make it half half of what you owe. So he did. Then he asked the next one, he says, what do you owe my master? He said, well, I owe him a hundred measures of wheat. And he says, quickly, sit down, change it to 80. Well, that's a 20% decrease. That's pretty good. Math and that, that's all right. So, but the master heard about what he was doing. And the master, see, I always would have thought if I was the master, I would have gotten angry at the man for basically canceling debts and taking away my, my, my profit, right? He's cutting into my profit sharing. Right? And so, but the, the master wasn't. The master said to the steward, he said, he said that he was shrewd. Another, another one says wise. He was wise in what he was doing because when the day comes that you no longer have your place, these debtors will make place for you. Right? So when I was reading that today, I heard the Lord say, and so when, I, when we came out to, when I came out to my prayer watch at two to pray, they were, they were praying about, about the, the unprecedented rains and the flooding and the water and the snow and all that. Now, if, if you're watching me tonight and you live somewhere other than Southern California and you get rain all the time, that's not a big deal. We, we've been in a drought where rain is a plentiful, where we're, we were... We were rationing water to water our yards, and, and they were telling us to change our yards to plastic uh, grass and all that. I mean, we're talking drought. 
So, so when I came in and, I, and we, they heard that, what I heard the Lord said is, I'm, I'm going to flood my, my people. I'm going to flood this nation with a flood of forgiveness. A flood of forgiveness. Just like the Ventura River, when, it, when, it was, when the rain was at its best in the last two weeks, and the rain was coming down in the mountains, the water coming out of the mountains of Ojai, it totally restructured the whole riverbed. It took away the banks, it pushed them back, it, it took anything and everything that's in its way and totally changed it. It rerouted it, redirected everything to where the, where the water wanted to go. So I was feeling the Lord say, I'm going to do that with forgiveness. I'm going to pour out such forgiveness that it's going to totally change. It's going to change everything. Everything. So, Father, I want to just pray for all your people. I want to pray tonight that, that we would be the ones, we would be the first to receive from the river. We would be the first one to receive from the flood. So if you'd like to receive forgiveness tonight, we kinda, I kind of ask you to just stand up. And the reason I ask you to stand up is because if I were going to throw you a ball right now and you were sitting down, you wouldn't be ready to catch it. So I'm saying if you want it and you want to receive it, stand up so you can, you can catch what the Lord's giving. So Father, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for the sh your shrewdness, your wisdom, Lord, that makes forgiveness cover everything. So Father, I thank you. You are pouring out so much forgiveness You've already poured it out and you're going to continue to pour it out and you're going to pour it out in a manner where every single person, you said that the rain that falls from heaven falls on the just and the unjust alike. You're not, you're not putting distinctions on anything. So Father, tonight I want to receive your forgiveness. I want to receive a flood of forgiveness for every place where I've fallen short and that I've known it and every place that I did not know it. Father, I want to receive your forgiveness that, that, that covers and changes. And I don't only want to receive it like it's just were to just come and give us that place, but I want to receive it in the sense that, that, that you would then know me in that place. You would then show me by your word, your goodness and your kindness and who you are so that I can turn and see you and then receive your gift, your flood of forgiveness. And I thank you for that, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. And Eddie, I think you were first, but you wanted, you wanted Mike to come first. He's got, he's got your spot, so we got Mike coming up. So Mike is our, if anybody doesn't know, and I'm gonna, I'll, I'll just preempt it as he's walking up, Mike is our, our new uh, youth leader, him and his wife, and they lead our youth in that. So... Um, and we're going to get to we're going to get to know him. we already know Mike but we're going to get to know him more and more because he's in the midst of praying with us every every Wednesday yeah thanks um, uh, can everyone just kind of hold out their hands and just say yeah. Holy Spirit Holy Spirit I want a fresh infilling I want a fresh infilling fill me with your power fill me with your power your presence your presence and your fire 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 and your fire, fire, fire. He's in all. Amen. Uh, Diana, let's. Do you mind being spontaneous? Spontaneous. Um, Diana. Thanks. 
Yeah, I'm just going to let the Holy Spirit just kind of come in. Um, and uh, I, I, as we were worshiping, I, I felt um, the Lord's anointing really mm -hmm. deeply. Um, and I want to kind of speak, in, I want to speak into that a little bit, if you'll humor me. Um, yeah, so the first thing I saw was, uh, man, let's just kind of shake it out a little bit. Yeah, uh, Michelle, I saw the Lord when you were worshiping. I saw a glory cloud over you, mm. and I saw churning in the atmosphere. And as that churning began, there was a break in the sky, and I saw heaven's gaze on you. And so I declare that you have the psalmist heart. And I declare that the words that you sing will set the captives free. I also declare that that song, there's a special anointing on that song. Yes, Jesus. And that song is going to be taken by someone and it's going to be revamped, but not in a bad way. It's going to be, there are peop, multiple people that we see around that are going to take that and they're going to use that song. Thank you, Jesus. And I see, I see people like in the billboards mm -hmm. using that song because this is the hour where God wants to remind his people that I see you. Yeah, I see you. I saw you and I almost cried <laughs> because I saw you in a white gown and I saw you dancing before the Lord and your smile lit up the atmosphere and I declare that you are bold as a lion yes. mm -hmm. and I see you as a rock and that's what the Lord says not me I don't say that that's what the Lord says and I speak that over you because uh, just as Jesus called Peter a rock when he didn't feel like it, he may not have felt it at that time. The Lord is calling you a rock. Thank you, Jesus. And he's calling you the psalmist who can bring heaven to earth. And so I speak that over you. And I declare that over your life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. What's your name, sir? Yes. Philip. I saw you clothed in robes of royalty. And I saw the Lord, and, and when he clothed you, it was like, phew. it was like instantaneous. And you were like, what just happened to me? And the Lord says, you're a Joseph. And that there are dreams in your heart that you've dreamed since you were young that you may have forgotten because you've gone through a season of trial. But the Lord says, just as Joseph remembered the dreams when he saw it appear before him in an instant, you are gonna look back and you're gonna remember the, what God did for you. Thank you, Jesus. And, and he's gonna raise you up in an, in an instant, just like he did with Joseph. So I speak that over you and receive that. Yes, Jesus. Um, I saw Brian, <laughs> this is weird. I saw you riding on a whale. <laughs> And, <laughs> um, but there was like a pod, there's like a pod of whales behind you. And I saw the Lord, he says, I've given you the gift of tears. And 
there's a breaking in you which is allowed a breaking in the pods that you're leading the whales sorry Your tears. <laughs> I'm gonna bring breakthrough for your family in ways you didn't see. I speak that over you. Uh, sorry. Um, Ellie's mom. D. Sorry. <laughs> I saw you dancing before the Lord. And as you danced, the whole walls shook. The whole church shook. And the Lord says, you're a mover and a shaker. Mm -hmm. And I saw your injury. And I, I want to ask, was it, was it traumatic that caused it? The Lord says he wants to free you from the spirit of trauma over your family and over you Come on. right now. Come on, Jesus. And so if you will, in faith, just pray with me. Say, Holy Spirit, I receive your freedom. Every chain is broken off of me. Every spirit of trauma, get off of me and my children forever. I send you to the abyss in Jesus' name. And I receive a fresh infilling of the Holy Spirit. And just breathe that in. Thank you, Lord. Yes, yes, we declare that over you, that the sun sets free is free indeed. You are free in the name of Jesus. There's someone in the room Maybe you know someone in the room who got a diagnosis. And it was a discouragement. I felt like a spirit of discouragement on someone. And I know that's vague, but I, I felt it in the spirit that there was someone here who got a discouraging word. And the Lord says, I am reversing that. Thank you, Jesus. I wish John hadn't left, but I have a word for him, so if someone wants to pass it along. John. I'll speak to the camera. <laughs> uh, the big guy, big John. <laughs> uh, John, the Lord says you're a Moses and that you have the anointing of Moses on you as a trailblazer, as a worker of the miraculous, and as a friend of the Most High who sees God face to face. And I saw the Lord tearing a note in front of you there has been a word almost written down that was given to you and it's brought discouragement over you and the Lord shred it right in front of you. And he says, what was written, I did not write. And so I speak that over you. And so Holy Spirit, I just declare that there's a new thing being done in this church. As we were in prayer today, I got the word from Isaiah 11, verse 6. It says that the lion will lay down with the lamb. The bear will lay down with the calf. 
the goat will graze and the boy will play with the cobra. And I got this, and it says, in that day, the people will return to the root of Jesse. Just as Brian was saying about the river that was being run, there's a new thing being done. And if you read that in Isaiah 48, it says that the new thing being done creates new rivers in wastelands. Yep. Where have we lived, people? In wastelands. Where have we lived? We lived in a desert for 20 years. That river that's behind us was dry and barren, and now it is full. And new pathways are being driven through it. I want to challenge you, and I declare that new pathways are being driven in this house. I declare over the youth room Mm -hmm. that there is a new thing being done in that room. And that you are raising up an army. You are raising up kingdom makers and kingdom shakers in the name of Jesus. Lord God, I decree, God, that there is a new gifting being given to this house. You are stirring up anointings in people and that people whose voices were not heard, you heard from the beginning of time and you said, I am providing a place for you. Yes, God. Yes, Jesus. Yes, God. Yes, Jesus. So God, we, re- we receive that. We receive that, Jesus. You're doing a new thing. We receive what you're doing, Lord. We're doing a new thing. He's not forgotten you. He's not forgotten you. And so, Holy Spirit, we just want that fresh anointing. Yes, Jesus. Lord, I see, I see people who are the quietest people in this church being raised as the most bold evangelists. The most bold evangelists. I speak that over every person who has felt quiet and like they're like Moses. They don't have the words to speak. God will give you the words. God will give you the boldness. You don't know what to say. You don't say anything. Just take a step. Take a step. Thank you, Jesus. I decree that over prodigals Mm -hmm. who've gone away, that their running away will return back twofold, twofold of time that was lost. There's a Job anointing on this house. That might be scary for some people, but it's actually good because I believe not only did God restore twice over what was lost, I believe, and I'm not preaching here, I'm not declaring any doctrine, but as I read it, I believe he raised his family from the dead. Maybe some people want to elevate their faith to that level. <laughs> so God, I just, I declare that there's a Job anointing that whatever was lost shall be returned twice over. Yes, Jesus. In Jesus' name. And I thank you, Lord, that, God, the new thing is happening now. And the Lord is saying, open your eyes now. Open your eyes now because it's happening now. And so, God, we don't stand in the way. We just receive it. We thank you for it. And we declare that it is happening because you have said it. Yes, Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name.
Shalom family and everyone online. Uh, today's just been miraculous and wonderful in so many ways. Today I was at the 12 o'clock watch and um, when I came in, all I could feel was like, um, you know, you go into a bathroom after someone has showered and there's such a concentration of moisture. Sometimes it's so heavy you can't see. Mm -hmm. And um, it's thick. That's how I felt when I came in at 12. There was three people here, but it was seriously thick. I could feel. And so I just honored the Lord and said, thank you, Lord, for those that have stood watch since 6 a.m. this morning because they've just made it thick. I could just sit here right now and do nothing. <laughs> but I didn't do nothing. But So, so um, after giving the Lord thanks, we just... Um, just praying and worshiping and seeking him, seeking his face. And um, so much encounter, so many different words. But there was one point when um, Sister was praying and she prayed out a verse. And sometimes I don't always recognize the address, but I recognize the word. And just like any other word, it leaps in your spirit. And we had been praying over the prodigals and so many things. And um, the word that she read was in Jeremiah. It was Jeremiah 31. And we read it during the two, 12 to 2 watch, and then it came back up toward the end again. And when it came back up toward the end, it just really gripped my spirit. And I said, well, what is it, Lord? And I went back over it, read back over it, moved back over it. I agreed with everything that was coming forth in the watch, but then I went back over it. And so, here's what I really feel like the Lord was sharing with me about it. So it's Jeremiah, and it's chapter 31, and it's particularly verses 10 through 14 that I was, I felt the Lord having me focus on as I mulled back over it. Um, so Jeremiah 31 10 through 14. Hear the word of the Lord, O nations, and declare it in the coastlands far away. Say, he who scattered Israel will gather him and will keep him as a shepherd keeps his flock. For the Lord has ransomed Jacob and has redeemed him from hands too strong for him. They shall come and sing aloud on the height of Zion, and they shall be radiant over the goodness of the Lord, over the grain, the wine, and the oil, and over the young of the flock and the herd. Their life shall be like a watered garden, and they shall languish no more. Then shall the young women rejoice in the dance, hallelujah, Pike, and the young men and the old shall be merry, I will turn their mourning into joy. I will comfort them and give them gladness for sorrow. And man, it just started to resonate so deep in my spirit over the baskets and the prodigals that I could literally see, like we read in the Bible about the generations in the wilderness, Pastor said Sunday. It took a moment to deliver Israel out of Egypt, but 40 years to deliver Egypt out of Israel. And so I could see literally 
this wasteland or whatever, that wandering in the wilderness where we are still part of the remnant, that's what Jeremiah chapter 31 is talking about, that are so provided for, clearly in verses 10 through 13. Ransom of the Lord, sustained from someone stronger than we can ourselves. Pastor Diana was talking about not resourcing ourselves. The knowledge and understanding that we've come to to this point in our own walk in our lives just won't be enough without a fresh presence of the Lord every single day. Manna, like Pastor Steve said, in the presence of the Lord, to know what the word is really saying. And so when we prayed over the prodigals, my mind just went exponentially and I literally could see generations mm. like so far over into the promised land beyond mine beyond those prodigals even because yeah. it took me back into another realm of faith where it says in John chapter 17 that I'm not only praying for them but for the ones that they will speak to about me and I saw generations coming because what we're praying and sowing in faith over these prodigals in our lives, we're, we're doing something so heavenwardly apart from our meager selves. And so bringing it back to me in the watch, man, I get bogged down sometimes with my little fragments of faith and think there's nothing really good and special about thee. It's a lie. We heard it in the songs of worship. We heard it in the word from Brian. We heard it from Pastor Diana. We heard it in the prophecies through Mike over every individual. No more lies. And so God said, here's your word, Demonica. As you pray out, that's my real name, Demonica, but <laughs> D. As you pray out over everyone in agreement in the watches, listen to what I'm saying to you, young lady. He loves me, he talks to me that way. Verse 12 is for you, young lady, because sometimes you just don't want to open your mouth because you don't feel like you look right. You don't feel like you sound right. A little too high, a little too low octave, off key. But I put my word in your mouth to sing songs of deliverance, songs of healing, to dance the dance. Verse 12, they shall come and sing aloud on the height of Zion, and they shall be radiant over the goodness of the Lord, over the grain, the wine, and the oil, over the young of the flock, that's that power Mike was preaching about in that youth room being released, and the herd. Their life shall be like a watered garden, and they shall languish no more. Yeah. So Father, I thank you for that word that you put in my heart. To pray out, Father, in agreement with heaven over prodigals for the multitudes of generations that will turn to serve the living God because we stood in agreement with heaven above over lives that unseemingly weren't serving you, Lord Jesus. But you're doing a new thing, as Mike declared, in a dry and barren land, and rivers are flowing, and we come into agreement with it, Lord. And yes, Lord, I come. And I sing aloud over the height of Zion. We shall be radiant over the goodness of the Lord. 
over the grain, over the wine and the oil, over the young of the pluck and the herd, O oh Lord. A well-watered garden, a well-watered garden for your glory, Lord. Amen, amen, and amen. feel the spirit saying that he just wants us to thank him mm -hmm. not ask for anything just say thank you Lord for this day for our lives what you're doing in our lives Lord we just thank you thank you Jesus yes, God. thank you and somebody in here may need to hear this tonight so I'd like to share May God open the heavens and give you a glimpse of how far you've come in this battle. You're still standing. In Christ, you're stronger than you know. May you see with eyes of faith how much of the wall has already come down. Amen. May Jesus speak peace to your soul and strength to your heart. May you understand on a whole new level why God has allowed you to walk through this trial. He has something for you here, treasures in the darkness that will serve you well in the days ahead. Don't lose hope. Don't let go of his promises. Yes, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Peter. Like what Diane said uh, at the beginning of the service, she said, the, the Lord has called us tonight to believe, to have faith. I went to see Sunday night with my wife, Kim, the movie, Jesus the Revolutionary. I recommend you guys go see it. It's about the, the move of God that happened in the 70s late 60s. I was there. I went to the culmination meeting in Dallas, Texas, where they asked us to take the look under our seats where the football game was at the stadium there and leave the place cleaner than when we came in. I saw policemen with their helmets on the ground, motorcycle policemen, receiving Jesus because they knew that we were us hippies. I was long hair and I had my wooden cross on my leather string on my neck, sharing in the streets of Dallas. And after that, going to town where Kip's wife goes, grew up Alton, Texas, chopping cotton there and during the day and picking peaches. Hailstorm came later, wiped out the guy's peach crop and at night, preaching to the young kids who were partying on the weekends, drinking a lot, telling them about Jesus and what we 
were experiencing the Explo 72, 1972. And, and people have cried out for revival since then. A lot of people have, some of the prodigals, D, that you were talking about, some of them have, uh, are ones that saw the, the Lord move back in the 70s. And they, and they said, Lord, why can't you do that again? They've been praying, they've been praying. You know, in Habakkuk chapter 2, it says, wait for the vision. Write it down. Though it tarries, it will come to pass. And Brian, at our meeting today, you read from 1 Kings, I think, 18. Yeah. About where, verse 44, where the, 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 the cloud the size of a man's hand showed up after he prayed that the drought would end. And I believe that we've experienced somewhat of a drought in our society in America, a drought of moral values, a drought of ethics in our business, politics, healthcare. We've seen a drought of those things. And, and God is saying that he's going to do a new thing. Mike, you were singing about that at the last shift there, a new thing. I believe God is going to do that. And I, I, I began reminiscing on it. I began to see that what Jet Sheets saw in his vision a few weeks ago that was broadcast on Give Him 15 was that the Jesus movement would be nothing compared to what God's going to do with the young people now and the prodigals. It's going to be the Jesus movement on steroids, on steroids, on steroids. In college campuses and he had that several weeks before Ashbury University had its revival. And so I've gone to, I, I've driven around town and seen banners on churches for years now, for decades. Revival this weekend. They just, they want a big, do you want to hype people up for a good church service to draw people in? But honest to goodness, I really see the revival and even more so moving out of local areas into the whole nation, becoming an awakening, a God consciousness. I know I've talked about that before, but I just want to encourage all of us to wait on the Lord. Isaiah 40 says, those who wait on the Lord will renew their strength. And that word wait means wait with expectation. And it says if you're waiting with expectation, it won't wear you down. It will actually renew your strength. Yes, Jesus. Because you're waiting with expectation. And I want to call us all out to, to that kind of expectation. God is going and is already moving. And the Asbury University and Lee University, and I've heard other colleges now, we're believing that it's going to keep moving and moving and moving. It's going to be like that water, that flood, the latter rain. Yeah. I wanted to read from Zechariah chapter 10. We can pray this. Verse 1, Zechariah 10, verse 1. Ask the Lord for rain in the time of the latter rain. This is the time of the latter rain. Yeah. And we've seen it in California. We've seen a lot of rain and we've seen a lot of wind and both of those are associated together. 
Jesus said you, the Holy Spirit was like a wind that you don't know where it's coming from and where it's going. The rain and the wind, it's, it's a sign to me that God is going to move in California like he has before in the past. He's moved now in Wilmore, Kentucky, but he's going to move in California again and again and again and again. Why? Because we're one of the most liberal states, but where iniquity abounds, grace even more abounds. Ask the Lord for rain in the time of the latter rain. The Lord will make flashing clouds. He will give them showers of rain, grass in the field for everyone. And James alludes to it also in James chapter 5, verse 7. Therefore, be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, waiting patiently for it until it receives the early and what's happening now and the latter rain. What happens when you receive both, the early and the latter? There's a great outpouring. You also be patient, establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is at hand. That means it's coming right now. And I believe what Diana was saying, God want call, is calling us to faith. It's not some church move, move uh, meeting that we're just trying to hype people up. Come, come to the revival this weekend. No, this is a true and real move of the Spirit. It is the latter rain that has followed the former rains that we've seen. And They've said that all of the revivals of the past, those, those are being coming, they're going to become uncapped. Yeah. And they're going to add to this, the fountains of the deep and the water that came down from the skies. All of these things will come up and release the, the rain that God is going to do on the whole earth. And I believe it's going to start with America. And it's going to go overseas. I believe God is doing that now in these moves of God. The 70s, they had the discipleship movement, or they turned into the over-shepherding movement. They had the vineyard. They had the Calvary Chapel moves of God. And God is saying, I'm going to bring all those streams together. There's going to be an, a torrent, a torrent that's going to hit now. And it's going to bring back the people that have been disillusioned and people that have been hurt spiritually and physically and mentally and emotionally. Those who want to are depressed and thinking about suicide. It is going to move. That's what it did back in the 70s. But now it's going to be a greater move and it's going to be in every place, every university. It's going to move. And so what do we... What is God saying what we must do? And that's what the disciples asked Jesus. What do we do now? Okay, we know your reign is coming. It's starting. We see the cloud, the size of a man's hand. But what do we do now, Lord? And the Lord just said to me tonight, believe. As he said to them, this is what you should do. He said to the disciples, believe on him whom he has sent. 
of the Lord. And I want to just cast away, if we can stand up, all conditioning to disappointment. Well, we believe oh, for good. this revival, and this guy's coming into town, and this revival's going to happen here, and this move of God's going to happen, and the conditioning to disappointment, I lift off of every yes, one of us, and yes, off the church, all conditioning. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but desire fulfilled, it says in Proverbs, is a tree of life. And I released the desire, the heart desire, the desire that comes from the Holy Spirit for this move of God, for this awakening, for the prodigals. Desire fulfilled, Lord, let it be fulfilled. Let that tree of life come forth, not just for us here, but all of those who are, are watching live streaming all of those who will watch later on YouTube, all the churches in America, desire fulfilled. But Lord, loose, I loose a whole new gift of faith to us. Yes, we can have faith that grows steadily like that mustard seed that grows, but I also loose the gift of faith. Yes, Jesus. I release it in Jesus' name. For every believer to believe for the outpouring of the Spirit, for the wind of the Spirit to move powerfully in California and every state of the Union. Yes, Jesus. All the territories of, of Puerto Rico, Guam, Bahamas, the Philippines, Europe and Asia and Africa. Yes, Jesus. South America, Central America. North America. Thank you, God. Thank you for faith. We can't, Lord, we can't manufacture it and produce it, but we can ask for you. We can ask for you for the latter rain, and we can ask for the faith yes. to see it happen, Lord. And we ask, we appropriate it, we receive it, we take it, Father. You are our hope and our joy. We wait with expectation, Father, for the breakthrough, for the awakening, for the God consciousness over this nation. We thank you for it. We thank you for it, as that sister was saying. We thank you for it right now. We thank you for it, Lord. Ahead of time, we see it happening. Lord, we ask for you to mass produce that faith in all of us in Jesus' name. Yes, Amen. Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Pete. All right, I want to I wanna, I wanna go ahead and just bless you guys and send you off to your week. So, Father, I thank you. I agree with that word for Thanksgiving. Father, I agree and thank you. Thank you. You are moving. You are doing a new thing. You are causing rivers to flow in forgiveness and, and your spirit like water and wind to move about, Father. So we receive it, Lord, and we take it and we wait with expectation for your goodness and your kindness to flow to every single person, every living member of the body of Jesus, every prodigal, every believer, everyone hoping and waiting to see the goodness of God in the land of the living. So we thank you for that, Jesus. You are doing a new thing, and we receive it, God. 
receive it in Jesus' name.